This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 8, Inaugural Corset Review, Phoenix and Crab Clans. All right, I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. All right, what are we up to today, Carl? This is part two in a special series of episodes in which we'll be covering each of the seven great clans of Rokugan. We'll share our experiences with their strengths, weaknesses, best cards, good cards, borderline cards, and who we think each clan allies well with. We've covered neutral provinces, and we've reviewed the Lion Clan. Next up, we've randomly selected the Phoenix and Crab, so let's dive in. All right, so Phoenix and Crab, here we are. Mm-hmm. This is, this is again, one of those, the more exciting episodes. These are a sequence <laughs> of episodes that we're doing. Hopefully you listened to our neutral provinces and lion discussion. We are excited to share our experiences with you. If you couldn't tell. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we, we definitely feel an energy in discussing these things. So first off, Phoenix Clan, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Shugenja, the, the librarians, the knowledge seekers. Is that, am I getting that more or less correct? Doug? Pretty much, yeah. All right. I was gonna say, I've never heard anyone say the librarian. There's much drama as <laughs> that. Well, yeah, it's it's no Noah Wiley. We don't have a Noah Wiley card in here. But is that, is that too obscure of a reference? Maybe because the librarians is a movie, um, TV show, TV show, whatever. That's that obtuse. <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm familiar with the show. I just haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people can say that. <laughs> well, I, it's one that's on my list to watch. That you're that you're aware of existing, but mm-hmm. haven't ever actually seen. I've never actually well, observed. I love Christian Kane, so it's oh, on yeah, my yeah. list to watch. He's, he's good. He's good. All right. So as we've done with the previous clan with Lion. We'll talk about the stronghold for each clan, the province for each clan, and the champion for each clan. The way of cards, the way of each of these clans, we're not really including those in our card discussions unless they come up. Uh, because they're, they're more or less auto-includes, right? It depends on whether you're two or three copies. Well, and they're, they're not just auto-includes, they're just also kind of boring. <laughs> well, uh, okay, all right. And, and you can't include them anywhere else. They're, they're, right. they're conflict cards that you cannot include in another clan. Exactly so. Deck. That doesn't mean they're not good. It's just they're right. not exciting. Right. <laughs> so Phoenix Clan, to start off, their stronghold is a plus two strength. You start with 12 honor, 7 fate, and 10 influence. Action, bow this stronghold, choose a character. That character gets plus two glory until the end of the phase. Amazing stronghold. I like this stronghold. Province, it's a void province. Kuroi Moroi. Kuroi Mori. Kuroi Mori. Yeah. Kuroi Mori, uh, four-strength province. Kuroi Mori. Kuroi Mori, four-strength province. Action. During a conflict at this province, select one. Switch the contested ring with an unclaimed ring. The conflict retains its type. Or switch the conflict type with the, or switch the conflict type while the ring retains its element. Otherwise known as probably not taking Elemental Fury at all. <laughs> right, I'll, exactly. I'll use exactly. the other one, thanks. And then you have... The champion, which is Shiba Sukuna. Shiba Sukuna? Sukune. Sukune. Bushi, champion, five fate. She's a four, four with four glory. But yes, she's not a five, five, or she doesn't, she's not one of those ones. But as an interrupt, when the conflict phase ends, you resolve the effects of up to two unclaimed rings as if you were the attacking player. Her flavor text is I'll do my best. <laughs> That's a fair old bit of a best. It is. It's <laughs> she is really cool and puts a lot of pressure on your opponent to really reflect on the ramifications of leaving some rings. What rings are we going to leave there? Yeah, completely. Met- a meta game all itself, right there. You mm-hmm. mess around with. So, best clan to ally with. Thoughts, <clears throat> ideas. Well, I haven't played a lot of Phoenix yet. I probably will at some point. But just I just haven't gotten around to him. I was thinking maybe crab or dragon. Okay, interesting. Well, so so you've got the whole you know pacifism sort of thing going on with the Phoenix Clan. I figured that might you know at least thematically pair well with the defensiveness of the crab, mm-hmm. or the balance of dragon. Okay, okay. Yeah, dragon helping them buff up those little those little spaces they have as well mechanically. You know, to a degree. Yeah, totally. I can buy that. I have I played with them uh, a fair bit, and I like Crane. 
because you take advantage of height of fashion, admit defeat, and perfect gift. And those are three cards because Phoenix, the, with the Shugenja focus and the, the conflict cards and the tricks that they have in their conflict, which are tricksier, mm-hmm. right, than the other, well, many of the other clans, and they rely on having a particular ring in your, in your claimed or unclaimed pool and so on and so forth. I like the height of fashion one and because the, the, that glory mechanic, if you can honor people, so any kind of, anything that honors, right? Mm-hmm. Sashimono, which is uh, a lion conflict card we've talked about before. Yeah. That one isn't too bad either. I might pair them with lion just for Sashimono because of that glory. The interesting part with their stronghold. And this is why Scorpion also is also a possibility. The interesting part with their stronghold is that they can give plus two glory to anyone. Yes, you can. The double-edged sword situation. Right. Hand it so out to you, can, you can hand it out to a dishonorable character and completely neuter them. It's it's really pretty interesting. I've only used that effect a couple of times. It's certainly with it's a strong On enough me. effect. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yep, exactly. By the way, you're a dishonored guy. Oh yeah. By the way, you're a zero zero champion. Yeah. Well, what, what you're talking about there basically is the um, the Phoenix's um, soundstage. So, Mr. President, exactly what did you do in this situation? Let's just broadcast it to the planet. Yes. <laughs> that is what's, that's what's happening when you raise the glory and dishonor. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. this is probably. The most mentally taxing clan to play, yeah. I will say that leading out. I totally agree with you. So, yeah, because of all the moving parts, the claimed and unclaimed rings, it's just that's the way it is, right? Yeah. There's there's always one, right? There's always one in each of these games where you're like, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of triggers here. There's a lot of triggers there. There's a lot of triggers this pot, this spot. And Phoenix is that for L5. Strange yeah. ways of interacting with your opponent. Or not interacting. There's a lot of, st- a lot of stuff it does. You to know? me, I, I've said this before, I think. Um, none of the, the cast, but to you guys. Uh, the, the playing, looking at the Phoenix reminds me a little bit of playing the Tau in Conquest. The, right, 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 right. The Tau were pretty fiddly. Yeah, yeah. yeah to say the least. The, the Phoenix are pretty fiddly. Yep. Yeah, no argument there. Yeah, on the front of um, allies, I came to the same conclusion as yourself. I've I've messed around a little bit with the Phoenix. And I've seen a few people play. I think Crane, per- specifically with Perfect Gift, Perfect Gift is is you're so much more likely to get a better card than your opponent out of it with with how they rely on their many moving parts. Right, you know? and you and and a lot of their cards are situational. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that Perfect Gift really is good for you. Like you can choose. Like yes, you can draw one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their cards, particularly the ones I picked, are their own cards are power multipliers. So pulling the right conflict card can then mm-hmm. snowball into a really strong mm-hmm. advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are the best cards, the the three ofs, besides, of course, the champion? Which and now if we we didn't explicitly say this in in our earlier episode, but the champions are if you have three corsets, however many corsets you have. Up to three, you want to include that many copies of your champion in your deck. They're unique, they're powerful, and sometimes this game can devolve to who gets their champion first. There are ways to mitigate we, that, but wow. <laughs> the, uh, in a couple of games, when I've, when I've been able to get a uh, first flop champion, that's put me in a really strong position against... Other than my other my opponent. Yeah, yeah. I, I am going to leave that part of the conversation until we get to the Scorpion one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> because, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, and Scorpion is next, so we'll be talking about that soon. Hey. All right, so, Scorp- Clan's best cards. I have Serene Warrior as my best dynasty card. And Serene Warrior is a three-fate, three-two character with four glory. Four glory, folks. It's a bushi. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Nothing else. The, the, the flavor text is the real battle is fought against oneself. So it's a three cost, three two with four glory. There's that number. That's yep. amazing. <laughs> um, strong in every way. Strong in every way. Honor it. If you, the, the Phoenix love. Now, one of the things that we didn't do uh, much of in Lion, in our Lion review, is talk about what rings we favor. And while that might be something that a lot of folks talk about we've found in our experience that you can't really gauge that Mm 
Mm-hmm. There are some, yes. Like Phoenix might That's like so meta fire and air. <laughs> yeah, I think there are some that leans lean particular ways, mm-hmm. but we're talking about one or two rings, and that's and that's like if you have nothing else to do, and usually you do. Yeah, the, right? the, the ring, that's the, the rings that's the rub. The, the rings are the tactical part of this game. They are the at this precise moment, what would be the best thing to do? Well, that ring, go. Right, you know, and sometimes, and sometimes you're playing crane, and you want to go air or fire, and you're like, you know what? The best thing for me to do is go water and exhaust somebody. Yep, yep. Go, go, go uh, right this moment. I uh, gotta go void and get that, get that fade off that character that's coming at me. Yeah, the, the game flows. The it's, game flows. Plenty. It's oh, yeah. really insane. <laughs> so that's a huge thing. So I love the Serene Warrior. It's a, it's a powerful character that if you can get it, freaking honored, it's. Huge seven six honored for three fate, yep. boom bambo. Yeah. That's a in, in, insane insane chunk of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys. So uh, I went a little different. I went with a Sawa Atsuko. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, four cost for three three, which seems like maybe a tiny bit spendy, but two glory. Right. So you put a fate on it. You spend five on it. You've got a five five. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's that's. Does not suck at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, there's a lot of things that Phoenix does with glory that that hampers their opponent. So yeah. when you're talking about, you know, oh, if you have more glory in the conflict, go home. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, those kinds of things. But then her action is during a void conflict, which it's a little situational, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she's a void Shugenja, so that sort of makes sense. But it's, uh, so during a void conflict, until the end of the conflict, each participating character you control gets plus one military and plus one political and each participating character your opponent controls gets negative one military and negative one political yes that is a huge thing right there it's a huge swing that one point swing to towards you is that can well it's a, it's a two point that's a, assuming assuming you have opponents who can go below zero there's above zero it's a two point swing two point yeah, yeah. It's, it's downside is facing for each against character unbuffed, for each character right? exactly yeah, yeah. And it could be a reason for you to, you know, first first conflict each turn, go for the Void Ring. Yeah, go grab it, go yep. get it. Yeah. Yep. Which is very much, as we say, in Phoenix style of thinking about which of those rings they've got and where they are. You know? Right, and that's yeah. where the Trixie stuff comes in. I mean, they have, the Fearsome Mystic talks about air conflicts. Mm-hmm. Isawa Masahiro talks about fire conflicts, mm-hmm. right? So we have, there are various Shugenja that are focused, that are, you know, fire, air, and void. That when they're you're in that kind of conflict, they have a particular ability. So that's where it gets a little tricksy. Like, well, I really I have this fire character out here, but I don't necessarily want fire right now. I need to do water, and you really want to take advantage of it, but you can't quite do it. So it can be a little frustrating to play as Phoenix sometimes. Well, but that's why I think Asawa Atsuko is worth the four cost without any fate, because four cost for a three three is still a solid character, and if you if you can get her her honored. Mm-hmm. She's oh, yeah. Well, if you can if you can put her in a void battle, yeah. if you can put her in a void conflict, she's four four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Ammo. Yep. And everybody else on her side is. And so, so even if you even if you're in a position where the void ring is unclaimed, but you need to go water or something else, she's still decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's. It's a weird kind of honored general thing. I'm sorry, I'm talking over you, Carl. No, no, it's, it's a weird honored general thing because he, this is actually even better than honored general because. She gives them to your participating characters. They do not have to be Phoenix. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, right? there's no, no clan restriction. No, I was just going to say, it's that, it's that deal there with that. That type of ability there is the illustrates how much fun the rings are in a game right now. That idea that um, your opponent might go, yeah, I'm going first. I'm going for the void. He's on the table. I'm going straight for the void. And immediately giving you the ability to decide what's going to happen, to have information. They, they, they're, they're immediately restricted because they cannot risk her getting that. Right, that's great, right. great usage. And then she can come in for the defense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you can play defend. Um, oh, display of power. Then you yes. can play display of power, which is an amazing spell. But we'll <laughs> talk about that in a few minutes. So, well, uh, my dynasty pick guys? is is an interesting one. As I said, I had quite a few for each of mine. I've gone th- decided to go since we've gone for the big flashes with um, solemn scholar. A okay. simple, simple one cost, one military, one political, one glory. An Earth, an Earth, um, Shujenja scholar. Shujenja and scholar are both helpful keywords to have around. Nice and cheap things to have in play. And during a conflict, um, action during a conflict, if the fire ring is in your claimed ring, Earth pool, ring, Earth, Earth ring, 
Yeah. It's, She's I an Earth Scholar. She's an Earth I can't read. Um, Earthring is in your claimed ring pool. Choose an attacking character and bow that character. Yep. 111 is worth it straight. The ability is an enormous dump of icing. Yep. Yep. It yeah. is. No, that, and that was a close second for me. That, like the Solemn Scholar is a powerful ability. It's a very, just a solid card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Price. And, it's a ridiculous and, price. And again, this is a in your claimed ring pool, so you can have either won it uh, as the attack or uh, won it on the defense. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have triggered it. You just mm-hmm. have to have claimed it. Yeah, it's a be- beautiful little thing, and I say incidental to a very very cheap go around card. At least one, on, at least one glory to play with the um, Phoenix yep. tricks. So. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to some of the best conflict cards that these Phoenix have. Okay, on the high-end conflict ones, I I seem to have a theme going on here, now I realize. Um, I'm looking at Grasp of Earth, a little 1-1 um, one, one attachment. Um, staying with my proclivity for going for attachments, it's pretty clear. Um, but it's a 1 cost, plus 1 military, plus 1 political. Uh, spell Earth, attached to a Shugenja, as I mentioned before, Shugenja keywords are helpful and numerous. Action, during a conflict, bow this attachment. Opponent's characters cannot move to this conflict or be played from hand until the end of the conflict. Part of the reason I've chosen this is I hated this card violently, <laughs> being a Scorpion player. Oh yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hard card to play against. Yeah, it's 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 awful. Yeah, it, I mean, just ju- again, another kind of like the Scholar. The plus one, plus ones are both worth the cost. The additional ability is just silly. Right, it's like and and it's especially harmful to Unicorn. Oh, right, yeah. Unicorn Stronghold <laughs> says, "Let's move somebody to a conflict." Oh, and Unicorn effects. Are, there are a lot of move effects in Unicorn, and this is basically saying, no, your horsies have to run even further to get to me. Yep. And so they might as well not run at all. Nope. Right? And the fun part being, notice move two. So you can happily play effects that send people home, and that's where they're staying. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. That's a good one. <laughs> Doug, what about yours? Your uh, best Phoenix conflict card. My best Phoenix conflict card. I'm going to go with Supernatural Storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Zero-cost event. I, I, I like zero-cost events. Mm-hmm. You've seen my decks. Yeah, I yeah. like zero-cost events. Okay. So Supernatural Storm is a spell. It's water uh, element. Action, choose a participating character. That character gets plus X military and plus X political until the end of the conflict. X is equal to the number of Shugenja characters you control. Phoenix is all about right. the Shugenja characters. Right. So that's, I mean, that could be a huge bump for yeah, a conflict. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's worthwhile, I mean, going on the, on the broken record there, of amount of cheap Shugenja are all just the the pervasiveness of that keyword, meaning that card can be like four, five, six quite happily. It's Plus insane. we've also got one uh, neutral Shugenja, right? The Mia Mystic? Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed so. Yeah, as a good as yeah. a nice little just yeah. to just to try and draw enough to get that going. A bit pricey right. for So, effect, you know, but. there's there's <laughs> there's gonna be more than just, you know, the Phoenix Shugenja. So there there that mm. true supernatural story. Oh no, no, yeah. There's there's Shugenja. I don't know if there's in very many that you can ally with into your conflict deck. They but, do mm. seem a bit they do seem a bit tied down. There aren't too many Shugenja conflicts, I don't believe, are they? No. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't remember offhand. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 not it's not a common keyword amongst and, those cards. And as a reminder, before we get to my card, Way of the Phoenix is a zero cost event. Choose a ring and an opponent. That player cannot decide conflicts of that, r- cannot declare conflicts of that ring's element this phase. Max one per phase. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a bit more control. So you have all these Sugenja in play, Earth, Fire, Air, Void, what have you. That your opponent's like, I don't know if I want to go this, that, or that, the other direction. And But then you can say, you know what? You're not going to declare void because I am. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to declare the one with Which three fate on it. Which would play into or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. You're um, not de- going to declare the one with two fate on it or one fate on it or the one that's going to screw me the most. <laughs> well, say, and outside of the card interactions, all of which are strong, that's a damn good card, period. That's yeah. Like, you need a fire this turn. You ain't getting one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, there, there are going to be times when... Or you've put your champion out and you want to protect him. You're yeah. not getting a void. Yeah, exactly. So there, there are, I mean, there are, there's an element of risk to that, though. Totally so. So you know, you, you are you guessing right? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, well, that's the that, there, there's still a guess there. Yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, That's the Phoenix style, which is well, you can you can look at a table state and go if he does play if he does play a water, this is going to suck. So I'm going to take that little bit of randomness out, and he is not right. going to claim a water. Right. You know. That is a definitely a worthwhile tool in such a complex moving parts yeah. faction. 
Well, I chose a Sheikin Initiate, which is a two-cost conflict character. One, 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 uh, zero glory, Shugenja, void Shugenja. This character gets plus one military and plus one political for each claimed ring. This is a favorite of mine, not only in Phoenix, but also when I'm pairing Phoenix with other clans. I mean, this is almost an honor include for me. It has won me broken more strongholds than I can than, than uh, you, you thought possible. Mostly because you have two and you're in that last stronghold battle. And yeah, there's three claimed rings already because this is the last one. Yeah, right. How, how often does the stronghold conflict come as the first conflict of the, the round? Yeah. 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 Very, you know. exactly. I would say less than 50% of the time. Yeah, yeah it seems yeah. like most of ours were have been in uh, three or the third or fourth conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're almost always in the situation of having to get the break, then the second hit. It's very rare that you've been given time right. to make your third break and then next turn go for the stronghold. Right, yeah. and the, the, she can initiate in that case if you're coming in with three claimed rings and this is the fourth conflict, he's a four four. Yeah, it's a four four. Yeah, yeah. Right? For that cost us nutty. It's it, it's uh, and a wonderful card. <laughs> that's that's my pick for best conflict. And maybe Way of Phoenix. Maybe Way of Phoenix. I do think Phoenix is one of the more um, all-roundly toolboxy ways. Almost all the others are very, very specific. Mm-hmm. But, there are, but it's a good card and good in faction, as it were. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. So what are the clan's good cards? The ones that you might play one or two of in a deck? Well, uh, dynasty-wise, I went with the Adept of the Waves. Oh, <laughs> It's a good card. Oh, it is. That's <laughs> what I chose. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a two-fate, two-two-two-glory character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, two-glory again. Shugenja again. Water. Um, action, choose a character. Until the end of the phase, that character gains covert during water conflicts. And that is a heck of a thing. I mean, just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I, I, the note I have here is he's one or two of because the covert is really nice, mm. but having or needing to use water to get it is the reason that this isn't a favorite card of mine. But it is a good one, precisely. Yeah. And it's one I do one or two of. And again, we have experience with this game, but we don't have a ton of experience with this game. I would love to play in a diverse meta of more than a few people. Well, you're looking forward <laughs> yeah. to, Rava. Yeah, yeah abso- <laughs> absolutely looking forward to Which it. Which is absolutely why we want this game in stores <laughs> as soon as possible. Right, so so if you're listening to this, when it's been released, we are at Gen Con right now. We're judging, we're playing, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's, it's, we're having a ball and we are doing this again to have, to, make you a part of this experience. Whether you're at Gen Con or not, we want to bring some of this uh, home to you. All right, so Doug, we both chose Adaptive Waves as our <laughs> as our one best card, or as, as our one good card. What about you? Well, you're both wrong, because <laughs> it's the Fearsome Mystic. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. So yeah, now, the, the reason why mystic, this one, oh, the, this one is not three one. of, because it's a four-coster. Yeah. yeah. For a so, two-four. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So that makes it maybe more of a two-of. But we got a Shugenja Air. This character gets plus two glory during air conflicts. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of, exactly. Kind of uh, straight, solid go. Then, you know? that, that's, but that's not all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, action. While this character is participating in a conflict, remove one fade from each participating character your opponent controls with lower glory than this character. Yuppers. So it starts out at a glory one. If it's an air conflict, it's a glory three, which is uh, uh, kind of on the high side for glory values. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on the upper end of most, yeah. And if you happen to be in an air conflict with champions, <laughs> you can use your stronghold to give it even more glory and then remove fate from just about everybody who's there. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's Yeah, oh, Fearsome yeah. Mystic was a close second. It's a it's a really good card. It's a little spendy, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean that effect is. If you get it mid game, if you get a second or third turn, th- second or third round, this we could seriously damage your opponent's plans. Yeah, and totally. w- here's yeah, here's exactly. here's getting into the minutia of the dynasty phase a little bit, folks. When I have fearsome mystic on my dynasty, if if it's sitting there on my dynasty face up, my opponent knows I'm going to do it. I let them, I try to slow play and play my Fearsome Mystic as late as possible mm-hmm. so that they are, they're conflicted about whether to put fate on their characters or not. If they put fate on them, great, I'll bring out my Fearsome Mystic and maybe get that fate off. 
If they don't put fate, maybe I'll leave my fearsome mystic on that, and they go for the fearsome mystic. You know, now if it's on a broken province, of course it's going away. So that has something to do with it. But I try to slow play my fearsome mystics, uh, depending on what my opponent does. So that's getting into minutia of the game. But good, good old stalling tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good well, stalling. but it's good to know how. That's good information, though, for people out there getting into the game, just to think about you know the ways that other people are not playing these cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When because you're right, you know when you get your flop. At the beginning of each of each turn, you're you've got a you've got a choice about when do I play all these, and the, and that is an important decision. The, every decision in this game is pretty important if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From from the start of deck building of which provinces am I going to do, which clan am I going to play, all the way up to you know you know playing the game round you know fourth turn. How am I how am I going to win this thing? How am I going to pull it out? You know, there there's there's lots of decision making, and it's all. There's a lot of it's all it's all important. So there's a lot of weight to each thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, those were those were our best cards. So oh sorry, those were the our good, good cards. cards. Good what cards. about the good conflict card? I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna say now, my good dynasty card was Adept of the Waves. Mm-hmm. My good conflict card is Against the Waves. <laughs> it's a wave theme here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so Against the Waves is a one cost event. It's a it's a water spell. Action, choose a Shugenja character, bow or ready that character. Yep. Blammo. And the one reason it's one two of is is the Shugenja limitation. Like yep. you are there are a lot of Shugenja in Phoenix. Obviously, I think everything we've mentioned has had keyword Shugenja on it. So far almost, yes. But there are forty cards in the deck. Mm-hmm. Right? And and getting Shugenja and having a Shugenja in play all the time can sometimes be Something it that could ha- be isn't problematic. Happening. It could be difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a re- it's a reasonable uh, maximum of deck building, which is if your card has a restriction, then you need to consider how many copies you're playing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If your card well put. Has a, well put. Yeah. A flat, and that's the reasoning, as it were, for the um, conflict card I come up with, which is Seeker of Knowledge. Little two cost zero two no military yep, two yep. political one 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 glory courtier. Shujenja Air. Again, Courtier. I try and get those in cheaper wherever I can. Another good reason this comes in. Surprise Courtiers are always fun with the various neutral cards. Um, while this character is attacking, the contested ring gains the air element. If I can read it. Yep. If this character wins the conflict as an attacker, you may choose which of its ring effects to resolve. Absolutely. Toolkitty as all get out. And yep. it really helps with the other Shugenja that you have. Right? If you're in that participating, if you're participating in a void and you put this person in play, you're like, at the end, if the void doesn't matter, maybe take you go air. air. Take the air. Yeah. So, how much influence is on that card? One. One. Yeah. Yeah. So, One. crane yeah. players, <laughs> take think note. about it. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> take note. <laughs> Seeker of knowledge. Can we? Can <laughs> this might be a little bit of foreshadowing about who might be the best <laughs> ally to, for Crane to ally with? Really? Maybe. Like, oh my Maybe god. Maybe not. Yeah. We'll Crane find Phoenix. out later. <laughs> Crane Phoenix. Woo. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's interesting that we all went with the, with different cards for this one. Uh, well, well, a little bit before you get in, I had about twenty on my list. <laughs> Phoenix to me is full. There's of only two nine lots. of them. There's so many. There's so many. There's, there's so, only okay. nine conflicts. I found cards. twenty. Um, <laughs> Phoenix to me is full of because of a lot of the moving parts, um, reliances, keywordiness. There's yeah. a lot of. Well, I'll do two. Okay, I'll do two. Okay, I'll do two. And I was like, how do I pick one here? Right. So okay. Well, the, there's a problem with that though. Because you've got a forty card deck. If you go two of two of two of two of two of, you've got way too many cards. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, which made different differing cards. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, completely agreed. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good thing. It was it was in the choice front of being like ah, you know, yeah. what do I yeah. pick? Yeah. So that that to me make it does make building Phoenix hard, which yeah. is why I really haven't approached them much yet. Right. right. Yeah. So my card uh, is Know the World. It's a one cost event. Again, you know, I like events. <clears throat> it's a spell void. Action. Switch a ring in your claimed ring pool with an unclaimed ring and gain all fate on that ring. Retain the ring's conflict type. That is just fun shenanigans. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, um, how, worst case scenario, you get, get a, again, kind of like the, um, the way off, you get a, get a problematic ring out of play and into your control. Yep. And um, best case scenario, you earn a lot of fate because what you may not have realized yet is that rings tend to stack fate. They can sure as heck do yeah, that. Yeah. Now, in, in our experience, in our games, uh, I would say one out of two games will have a ring with two fate on it. 
at least. Yeah, I've had but, two and threes. But, yeah. Yeah. but we don't. Oh, there's and usually very it's like, rarely does it get to three. Yeah, I've, we've we've gotten to three a couple of times, but usually when it gets to two, fate on a ring, I'm starting to salivate a little. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, might need you. That's <laughs> a that's a character out of your hand. Mm-hmm. That's two events yeah. maybe out of your hand. Yeah, I was thinking a scorpion. And that's yes, huge, yes, yes. right? Yeah. Two two is is huge, and 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 even if you have four. Depriving your opponent of two is also huge. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing to keep in mind. Yeah, that is that is a full swing on fate. Yep. That's and it. because the fate pool sticks around between turns, you know, you can start mm-hmm. to build and it, it gets mm-hmm. bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Yeah, if there's any level of snowballing actually present in in um in L5R, it is the sheer amount of fate you can you can camp camp if you're clever. And, yeah, and, and it wary. doesn't really, it's it's it grows over time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It grows over time. I think turn three, turn four. I've had eleven or twelve fate going at the beginning of. Y- turn you seem to four. average about like seven to eight in your pool at at that point. Christ, the right. does. I've, right. I've, 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 I've had turns more. like that where I didn't necessarily plan it. I I find scorpion wise, either I leave the conflict having spent all the fate I expected to, or I leave the conflict having terrified my opponent and having all that fate still. So it becomes like, oh, I get three or four plus my seven next turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I tend to run a little bit leaner on that. I mm-hmm. usually only have about like two or three, maybe four left over my fate pool just because mm-hmm. the, I like to spend it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we're coming up on the crab cards too, and generally I do a bit of um, crab in, in Scorpion, and we'll talk about uh, one of the conflict events. Okay, all right, enjoy. cool. So what are our borderline or meta call cards for Phoenix? I went with um, Meddling Mediator. Meddling. I did too. Wow. Two fate, go? zero political, or zero military, three political, one glory. Yep. Courtier action. If an opponent has declared two or more conflicts against you this phase, select one, take one fate from them, or honor that, op- or honor from that opponent. Very nice. No real solid place in the Phoenix world. Not Shujenja. Cost is cost is okay, but no, but no military glory is low. The action is. Yeah, difficult to hire and well know, it, it re- relies on your opponent being fairly aggressive right yeah exactly two, you you get okay so you declared your two your second conflict great wonderful i get a fate or an honor from you yeah rather than the meta card i think this is one of those ones that feels to me like it's waiting for something as it were one of those oh, ones okay. you like it's go. one part of a of a of a combo or something yeah and it's okay. not th- there's not yet emerged so okay. yeah right. that's what i see there so mine was the sheba peacemaker Yep. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's one cost for one. That makes it good on its own. Right. But there's a huge but. It's also got one glory, but that's not the but. The but is this character cannot participate in conflicts as an attacker. Yeah. Can't participate. Yeah. Like, uh, that's enormous. So it great defender uh, for military. It's awesome defender for military. It's mm. one of my. It's, I would probably put it in my best, or not my best, but in the my twos. good cards. Yeah. I just I, I I don't like that inability to attack. Yeah, I think that restriction is is perfect fodder for falling into the meta area. If you find yourself as Phoenix getting military points pretty regularly, yeah, then okay, reasonable yep. call. But in yep. standard build, difficult, difficult yep. to play yep. around. All right, Doug. So uh, I will I will begin this by telling you that <laughs> my conflict card that is a borderline or meta call card. Is Supernatural Storm. And you're on the fun bit? Supernatural Storm was in my two ofs. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, so it, we're it all made, over the place. Made, none of us can quite agree on that card. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, choose again, it's, uh, choose a participating character. Character gets plus X, plus, plus X mil, plus X political until the end of the conflict where X is equal to the number of Shugenja characters you control. And that goes to what I said earlier, whereas you just don't know how many Shugenja you're going to have. And... Would I rather have a Bonsai or a Court Games or some other card rather than this one? Yes, I realize you can play Supernatural Storm in addition to those cards. And that's why this is a borderline call. Like, how many Shugenja am I playing because of the meta? And so why would I, you know, when I'm playing a lot of Shugenja, I play this card. When I'm not, eh. Having seen both those, both your guys' arguments and thinking about how I viewed it, I think it's fair to say about Supernatural Storm that either it is something your deck is practically based on or it is very, very niche for you. Thinking the start yeah, of if you can, if you can right. throw out enough Shugenja to to make it worth it, it's going to be a three of. Yeah, and if you build, you can build to that, of course. We can only assume in the future there'll be more Shugenja, so well, you can have your deck sort of flooded the, with them. The know? Phoenix pretty much focus on that, you know, mm-hmm. going back to the, the, the fluff. 
they do have a, a bushy school, but their their bushy school is secondary to their the their Shigenja school. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally so. So, what are your borderline calls? I think I want to go last on this one. Oh, okay, all right, all right, Carl. What's your uh, borderline conflict card? Yeah, I'm not too sure I've got a borderline conflict one for them. I think this falls into the range that a lot of the Phoenix cards for me were either flat out, you take the three, or they were all in this amorphous mass of, well, if I want to do this, they're a toolbox clan. So it's kind of a feel like, what am I trying to build today, or what am I expecting to take on? Okay. They can pick and choosey. So I'm all not right, too sure there right. were too many borderline on the conflict front. All right, last but not least, Doug? My card is, I think, going to be a little controversial. Uh-oh. <laughs> Magnificent Kimono. Interesting. Really? I don't like it. You don't like it. I play with it almost all the time, I think. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> You've used it quite well against me. Uh, and yet, it's still a borderline medical. All right. I, I don't like pride. You don't it's, like pride. It's way too much of a double-edged sword. All right. Okay. Uh, well, and you are talking about a faction in which glory values can be stinkingly big. So, right. Yeah, right. if you're a so minus four. You are taking stupid. a huge gamble with that card, I think. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Magnificent Kimono is a zero-cost attachment, zero military, plus one political. Attached character, gains pride. That's it. That's all. Nothing else. So. Yeah, so you've pride co- pride coming before for the fall there. The fall is going to be a fair old way down for right. a lot yeah, of these yeah. characters. So, so if, you, if you've managed to get someone out with like four glory on them and you somehow totally manage doable. to lose your conflict... Yeah, that, a negative four. Yeah, oh, that's ouch. huge. Yeah, shameful, yeah, yeah. shameful display yeah. will make your day end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be bad. Yeah. It would be bad. Yeah. All right. Any more thoughts on the Phoenix Clan? Toolboxy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good. That's a good way to sum them up. Really, yeah. Toolboxy. Yeah, yeah. they can oh, do. A, they can do a lot of things in many ways, and hopefully, you've predicted your meta the right way, and you're. You've been built for that. I've, uh, for you that. know, I, since you know, ever since I've I've seen them, I've, I've thought they were the, the the shenanigans that they play with the rings. I thought I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I just think it's yeah, fiddly toolboxy. Just yeah, it's it's going to be one that you have to put a lot of thought into to build it right. Right there, you go. Element yeah. elemental toolbox. That's a phoenix. All right, cool. Also a D and D item. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up and last clan for this particular episode is the crab wow. clan, the defenders at the wall. There's no way for me to do like crab claws and crab people jokes in, in audio, but I would do if I could. No, <laughs> click, 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 <laughs> click, 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 click. And the fight music from Star Trek. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they start with their stronghold. It is a plus three strength stronghold. So it is a high strength stronghold, the highest. Ten honor, seven fate, ten influence. Action, during a conflict, bow this stronghold. Each defending character you control gets plus one military and plus one political until the end of the conflict. So it's a bit of a mirror of the lion stronghold, which gives you plus one military for attacking. Right. This one gives you plus one, plus one for defending. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And their province is an earth province for strength called Defend the Wall. After you win a conflict at this province, resolve the ring effect of that conflict as if you were the attacking player. So you have to win the conflict, uh, which isn't too hard Not with for crab, crab no. to win on Winning defense. on defense is sort of a thing. The thing. They're, they're thing. Yeah. So champion. Their champion, as we all, uh, well, hopefully you know. If you're listening to this, I'm assuming you know, is Hida Kasada. He's Bushi, champion, five fate, seven military, two political. Zero glory. While you have not lost a conflict this phase, cancel the effects of the first action ability your opponent triggers from a card during each conflict. Huge. His flavor text is, what need have I of glory to defend this wall? Which mirrors the fiction that came out. He talked about not not needing glory. He, you know, Ad- Admonished. Uh, admonished his son. Yeah, that's a better word. Admonished his son for seeking glory. Um, so he's a zero glory character. So honoring, dishonoring, don't matter to him. <laughs> don't matter one bit. But the seven military should matter to just about everybody else. <laughs> Man, alive. It's his ability that's the Oh, problem. yeah, his ability oh, is his ability is While you have not lost a conflict this phase, cancel the effects of the first action ability your opponent triggers. 
uh, in gameplay, we've found that you start triggering all kinds of random ass stuff. That's okay. I don't need this that turn. Yeah, I'm gonna go. trigger this action go. for Shugenja Air Military. It's it's more like I don't think I need this this turn. <laughs> so I'm gonna trigger it so that I can play what I think I need to play. Yeah, yep. yeah. And hope that you know later on down the line I don't need actually need this ability. And you hope that you have an action on the table and you don't have to play something out of your hand that immediately gets canceled. That's right. Losing that thing. losing that card out of hand oh, is, yeah, yeah. is rough. Yeah. There yeah. are a few there are a few characters who shape the game quite as much when they arrive, you know. And he's one of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so best clan to ally with. Thoughts? You want me to go first? No, I'm cool either way. All right. Let's all right. I'll say lion. I think it's a ha- natural and one of the things with crab is they, as Doug has mentioned before, they are a tar pit. Games with crab go long. Because for whatever reason, and maybe we haven't found the right builds, but it for is whatever hard reason, hard to break provinces it's against. Hard crab. to break yep. provinces against crab because they have such a lock on defense triggers, and for some reason, it's hard for them to break because they have such a lock on defense triggers. So they can't. <laughs> it's not very easy for them to get the those attacking bonuses. So I'm gonna go with the other of two clans. That's uh, probably the about your only really good options for well, there's maybe three. The other, the my clan is Crane. If you want to go like heavy political mm-hmm. and and try to and try and you know win the game that way, mm-hmm. you know, allying with Crane could could be a good way to go because they're sort of the 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 opposite of the lion, right? Mm-hmm. So you you can you can if you're gonna try and do so you know aggressive political, you still get the defense. That heavy, heavy, heavy defense, and right. so that that could be uh, yeah. another possibility. Yeah, right. def- defend, defend, military attack, political. Well, basically. and I and I chose lion in particular because crab have a lot of bushy characters. So if you happen to be able to trigger for greater glory out of the lion conflict cards, yeah, that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. And vengeful oathkeeper, which is also vengeful oathkeeper, which is also a conflict lion card, where if, when you lose a conflict, you put him into play. I think that's extremely thematic. <laughs> like, we lost something. We're putting you into play. You're going to go get him again. <laughs> you yeah. go back and get him. back to it. I think that's pretty cool. Well, I kind of hedge my bets a bit on this. I don't have either overlap. We finally have, I think, three of us doing different allies. Okay. Um, and because I, I have messed around a little bit with um, Crab, and I played against him a fair bit, and I ended up personally on Dragon. Just because I think Dragon has some good toys for everybody. Okay. My attachment focus, as always. And I felt, having seen a good usage of the various um, ancestral cards, the ones that return to your hand when the mm. when the cards leave, largely because there are a lot of crab tricks that involve sacrificing a dude. So I found oh, that that's you, true. Could, you could throw them in, yeah, get the sack, out of them, so and then get them back nice and easy. The mm. sacking mechanic is huge in crab, right? Yeah. And it seemed, it, very often it turned out to be just enough push to get them to attack pretty well. Just an extra one or two in a lot of places could be enough to get them into, you know, on top of, say, katanas and fans and so and so forth. You know. What do you guys think about Unicorn? Hadn't really heavily considered it. Not massively. Just a few trigger tricks you're looking at? or the, Some of the move, uh, some of the move abilities, that oh, sort of thing. Okay. Well, uh, Unicorn's big conflict card is cavalry reserves, right? Yeah. And there just aren't cavalry and crab. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, Unicorn is good to splash into in certain circumstances, yeah. and they're good to have people splash into them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, the, I don't know that with, uh, other than Lion, which we've talked about, I don't know that Unicorn pairs well with anything else. But again, these are all, these are our own personal, very small meta calls, folks. Right. We are, mm-hmm. we urge you to make your own meta and find out what Pro works for you. And honestly, your description of, uh, crab with dragon has me thinking. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Th- honestly, crab does have a lot of what it needs. I've very rarely seen a crab player go, well, there's nothing I can do about this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So something solid like that where just adding a bit of that um, reliable, constant effect, as it were. Or reliable I, th- I think I've done, a, I, I played a fair bit of crab. I, I think I've done a lot of that on the attack. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sweet. I need two more. <laughs> I need three Just more. Can't quite get I it. Can't, can't I can quite. win, but I can't do anything else yeah. other than that. I, w- I will talk about this when we get to the appropriate clan one properly, but um, in a scorpion crab game, because I will mention that crab is one of my favorites to ally into, um, I went from a battle with essentially no strength to 15. 
Wow. It was a ridiculous thing. And it You'll have to tell of, us that Yeah, story. it was a silly, silly, silly swing, and my opponent kind of went, <laughs> sweet, GG. It was on the stronghold. So right. it was like, awesome. well, now, okay. All right, so the clan's best cards. Crab, Crab clan's best cards. Again, setting aside Casada, who is Okay, fine. Insane. I'll put him on the list. Sorry, of course I picked him. There aren't too many of the heroes. I do like a lot of the heroes. There aren't too many I go just freaking awesome. He's stupid awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, dumb yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Mm. As, uh, uh, I, all of the the, the, cl- the clan champions are in that freaking awesome yeah. sort of range. I think he stands out, personally. I don't know. Maybe it's a m- com- combination does. of character and silly ability. But see, m- I'm, I'm a huge fan of Doji Hotaru. Oh, yeah. Hotaru's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So my best dynasty card is Vanguard Warrior. Uh, two cost, two one. Sacrifice this character, choose a character, place one fate on that character. This is a huge deal. Like, he's a two-coster that gets you one fate back. You, but you have to watch the timing on this. He's a two-coster. You put him into play, you do something with him that turn. You don't put fate on him, you do something with him that turn. And before the conflict phase is done, you sack him to put a fate on your big guy. You sack him to put a fate on the person you need to put a fate on to keep in line. Hida Kasada. He's he, well. Hida Kasada. If the, if he's out there, right? Or or any one of the various other cards that you have. It's not like Hida Kasada is not used to having people die for him, right? He's a great. I mean, the van. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So so Vanguard Warrior. He's a great chump to use for a turn, and 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 he bolsters your bigger characters, right? I mean, the timing on his sacrifice is key, right? There are some effects that have you getting rid of a character, which is not cool. Mm-hmm. So you might want to keep him around to defend yourself against those effects because he's going to go away anyways. But once you're clear of that, sack him, put a fate somewhere else. Get your money back. I'm going to go with the Intimidating Hida. Oh, yes. Also a good one. <laughs> All right. So three also costs. Three costs, which is, which is pretty good considering mm-hmm. that he's four too. That right there is, is good bang for buck. Uh, Bushi reaction. After an opponent passes on declaring a conflict, that player loses one honor. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. There yep, are yep. some really awesome effects in this game that come up over the course of time. That those honor hits are are just they're few and far between, but they're huge. Watchful Commander. I'm yeah. going to mention this. I might have mentioned this card every episode from now. Watch Commander is just awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch Commander. Watch yeah. Commander. It's just silly, but that's a crab conflict card. Go ahead. Yeah, I I agree with you, Doug. Intimidating Hida is is a good, strong military defense character, and he's actually a good, strong military attack character. Yeah. Well, um, because because I got the I, because I suffer from the uh, Hida Hida veto, I don't have a dynasty card as such. But I do really really like a lot of the conflict ones from Crab, so I'm going to double up if you. All right, mind. okay. And I'm right. going to pull out something that I I whenever I come to deck build, whether it's incredible or not, I have to heavily consider about whether it comes with me, and that's Reprieve. Yep. So that's the one that I chose for my conflict card also. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because and it's flat awesome. It's that's just the one I chose. There's a reason that so you are going to discuss this real quick. You go on, you are going to go to, you're going to see a lot of and crab decks because of cards like this. It's yes. Just, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Reprieve and Dragon is stupid. Yeah. So reprieve. One one cost, <laughs> zero plus zero strength for uh, political and military. Interrupt. When a tax character would leave play, discard this attachment instead. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why whenever you build any deck of any faction that is not crab, you should consider, should I ally with crab? Yes. <laughs> right. Should I make friends? Right. Right. Yeah, that card. I mean, we, we'll get the easy one out of the way. Dragon. Doomshug Jenja? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doomshug. Oh, Doomshug with the reprieve was a thing we saw a lot of. Because, oh my God, it, it partners with the stronghold. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a two cost. Overall, two cost overall. One, one, two cards, two cost. Yeah, and the reprieve oh. is a zero, zero. So it does, you're not getting anything with it. That's yeah. good, uh, The one is good enough. But, oh my gosh, you triggered the stronghold. For a while I had uh, Crane allying with Crab. I put yep. reprieve in that deck. Oh, yeah. yeah. No yeah, harm. Yeah, yeah. No harm done. Well, one thing I mentioned it's here is one well. influence. Yeah. Doji Hotaru with height of fashion and a reprieve. It's one yeah. influence. Exactly. And I'm saying, I would make the point here as well. You might look at it and think, okay, cool, but I can just put fate on people. I mean, I can put fate on when I play them from the dynasty phase, or I can throw fate onto them when I put it down in a car. As, yeah. As a play as a you still deck. put fate on them, then yeah. you put reprieve yeah. on them. But the point being that um, this guy can wait around. Um, for when you get fate outside of those windows, and that's where it becomes dumb. Yes, yes. So you draw that on your draw phase, and you get a ring. You you pick a ring that has one fate on it, and all of a sudden the Hotaru that your opponent thought was going to go away 
is going to get a reprieve put on it after conflict phase is at the very end of conflict phase there's an action window and you just boop yeah pop reprieve on it you're like yeah let's go again yeah this card and you give yourself another chance to draw that unique character's copy again to put another fate on it and it reprieve is oh my word uh yeah it's there's going to be a lot of crab allies between reprieve and i honestly had watch commander as my number number one that's okay number one with reprieve that's okay it's a close close second i mean did you not have watch commander as your conflict card no, I didn't have Watch Commander as my reprieve. Oh, reprieve. all had Reprieve. reprieve. Okay. No, I have Watch Commander as my uh, good card. Oh, wow, card. really? Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely my It was definitely my other, because there are so many good conflict ones I find in Grab, it was definitely my other um, three of, because just Watch Commander, dude. So what's the other oh. conflict card that so, you chose? All right, so let's... Watch Commander. Oh, Watch Commander. oh, my good ones, that's different. We'll okay, yeah. yeah, so let's move to the good ones. Let's move to the good seem, conflict cards. I seem to have cards. heavily we'll just, this face. Yeah, we'll just go to that, <laughs> and then we'll come back to the Dynasty good ones. So what's your conflict good ones? Sorry, you got out. nothing? No, no, sorry. You got so, nothing? So, so like yeah, I said, I, mine's, again, mine's Watch Commander. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, good. Uh, this is the problem again, because I, I don't have a dynasty good. It's not that there aren't good dynasty. There are. No, no, no. no. We're talking two. about conflict. Yeah, no. So this is my problem here. I'm saying how I have I have in front of me basically three um, conflict cards, because it's impossible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, will, I will pick one out I, that I do tend to use more than any other out of all of them, and that's um, Hiruma Ambusha. Hmm. And why is that? Um, it's a conflict character. A lot of the styles I play, I like I, I like conflict characters for starters. It's a two for two two. It's rock solid down the center there. Its glory is zero, meaning that it's it's un, un, unvulnerable to um you know immune to various ways of being screwed by dishonoring, and that effect. After this character enters play as a defender, choose a character. That character's abilities cannot be triggered during the conflict. This yes. is why I regularly go uh, no defenders yes. for now. Uh, I will actually add a second one to this. That that could also be a three of mm-hmm. Levy. Levy is one of the other three. Levy. Uh, oh. Levy's, Levy's uh, for me, I think Levy's a borderline medical because I've never found it's like it, there are some cases in which it gives you honor, but in most cases, everybody's, or sorry, give most cases, it's going to give you honor. Yeah. It, it's not going to give you fate. I've used that to some decent effect in a crane build. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's I, true. I generally use it in Scorpion too. If you're going to yeah. ping him for a bit of honor, you might as well ping him for slightly more. Yeah. You know, and, well, and there are plenty of times where you can get the fate out of it. The plenty of clinch moments where it becomes a it becomes a game's one fate because your opponent cannot afford to get that little bit low before people leave. Right. You know. Well, I chose for my conflict good. Uh, I I kind of cheated. I had Way of the Crab and I also had Jade Tetsubo. <laughs> That's the other one. As I had. The, That's as the, the three. good one. I yeah. Had. See, I knew this was going to be the case. And, and Jade so because it, it's Jade is oh. is a two cost attachment plus three military plus zero political Jade weapon attached to a character you control. It is restricted. Action while attached character is participating in conflict, bow this attachment. Choose a participating character with lower military skill than attached character. Return all fate on that character to its owner's fate pool. This is just the corner case thing. It's a two cost. Yes, it's three military, but I just found it to be corner case. That that one I have as the in my medical. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I had it in my had it in my two obs. Um, I mean, first of all, that ability might as well translate to do you do you have about the same military as um. Do you have a character with the same military as me before I play this card? Cool, the fate's coming off it. Yeah. Plus yeah. three means and, taking so much. But time. I also have Way of the Crab, and I know I'm breaking my own rules here, but it's a one fate event action, sacrifice a friendly character that means a character you control. Choose an opponent. That player must sacrifice a character, maximum one per round. I'm yeah. so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> but there, yeah, I, there is I one am, of the ones. There is one of the ones. But, but I, I, the, I have gotten rid of a champion with an eager recruit. By way of a crab yep. on the first dynasty turn before. Yep. Learn this rule, folks. Do not get involved in conflicts with one dude. <laughs> yeah. Not even you, Dragon. I play plenty of that. Not yeah. even you. That's a rule against Unicorn. That's absolutely oh. a rule. Never go against the. Don't go. <laughs> endless go, plays. Endless planes well, I was going to say, as we, or as we referred to it, no one goes to Ravenholm anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're a gaming type. <laughs> you know, so, so I'm maybe going to surprise you with my dynasty card. Yeah, yeah. What's the dynasty? What's the good dynasty card in Crab? Borderlands fortifications. What? Okay, yeah, Malcolm Few. You were just railing against holdings. And I hate holdings. (laughs) But crap. Yeah, exactly. You're railing against holdings. You hate holdings, and you choose one as your good card. (laughs) This is this one could is the is a is a two of layer upon layer. Keister layers upon layers. (laughs) Hell yes. Uh, Action. Choose a card in one of your provinces. Switch this holding with that card. 
That's I mean, just flat good. I mean, yes, it is. There's yeah. no two ways about yeah. that. There, yeah. aren't, there aren't many holdings out there that are really, really worth it. And, and that, that, and that one is one of the reasons that, that, that Grav is a tar pit. Right. That, yeah. And that's, and that's like the one holding in the game at this point that I will say is a flat good card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones are, eh. Uh, we didn't convince you on staging ground? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Okay. I thought I, I thought I saw a little bit of convincing when I said, but but it replaces two characters. Yeah. You get to face them up. No. no, no, no. no okay. No, All right. No. Guess not. It. Uh, we're in, we're in crowd right now. I can respond in grunts. Right. You make what, it. You what's m- that? What was that? what was that? what was the what, what was that for? I've already forgotten. Mono no Mono There we go. Okay, so we're gonna have to rec- we're gonna have to record a um record a, a a video of us playing a game, and then every time that card, every time the the the, the fate gets removed, but <laughs> I'm getting it wrong already. You are. So you your point about uh, staging grounds is a good point, but I don't think outside of crab, I don't think holdings really work. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, there's. Again, we're going to discuss this properly, but my my good holding card in one of my decks would be Cities of Lies, just because it's such a powerful effect, and it's a it's a two of, and that's no, never anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. One of the few times I put two holdings in. Non-crab. Most of the time, when I see a, a holding appear in my flop, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, okay. th- th- that's that's there because I do flip it and go, oh sweet, you know, you're worthwhile. All right. So my good card for Dynasty Wise was Hidetomonato. three fate. Three military, two political, two glory. Reaction after this character wins a conflict as a defender, sacrifice it. Choose a non-unique attacking character. Return that character to the top of the owner's deck. And and this is extremely flavorful. One, of, I got to give props, man. I got to give props. This is a Coruscant card. It's design. It's you know, it was designed as part of the Coruscant, and it is bang on with the fiction. Yep. If, for those who remember the crab fiction, there was someone who helped Hidekasada defeat the Oni in that fiction, and that person was Hida Tomonatsu, and, and she was sent she home. died. And uh, so after this character wins a conflict as the defender, sacrifice it. Now all these reactions are obviously optional. So, but then you choose a non-unique attacking character, return that character to the top of its owner's deck. Yeah, a non-unique. That's the only reason it's not one of my best offs. Right. And and that goes into what I said before about sort of the flavor of the crab. What does what did crab bushi do? They defend the wall and then they die. Yeah. But if anyone was at all in doubt about whether they're tying the fiction into the card game, there are not a lot of examples. Many maybe many, not as many as there are were in the old game. But this is one of them. Not as many absolutely blatantly clear ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that one is that well one is rubber stamped well narrative. No, it was excellent. You know, I enjoyed the crap. Uh, upon yes, reading the fiction stuff. and and then doing the card reviews for for you know looking yeah. at the cards well, for these, I was like, oh, oh, oh uh, I, I, re- I remember that person, and I think that person died, <laughs> and, and that's really cool. Fair. Well played. Oh my god. All right. So borderline. Borderline. Uh, one of them isn't the holding. So I know we already know Doug's Doug's borderland <laughs> fortification stance. He's a layers upon layers, Doug. Layers upon layers. Borderline dynasty cards. Border, borderline dynasty. Borderline or meta called dynasty cards. That work. Yeah, I've got the one here in the dynasty stuff. Um, I have found it hard to use the Hiruma Yojimbo. Hiruma Yojimbo. The cost to strength seems good, but rather like something we talked about earlier, it's a two cost, um, four military, three political, you're getting excited, two glory, a um, little unusual for a, for um, a crab level of things, Bushi, Yojimbo. This character cannot be declared as an attacker. You might think, okay. Yeah, he's the defender great. all the way. Four, defender three, all defender. the way, but yep. do we need more of those? I mean, crab defends itself into oblivion anyway, you know? It's I just it's, it's the, almost the, always the one to look at and go, I kind of wish this card didn't have that restriction. Yes, because it would just be a even if it ju- if even if just this text box were blank, it would be, make the card worth the cost. Yeah, but but then it'd be overpowered. Yeah, it's a two four three for goodness sake. Yeah. Two well, fate if, if, four if, three. I would I two obviously, obviously at that point yeah. it would be under costed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would I would swap one fate with availability. 
one one extra fate cost at least, kill yeah. that ability, and it would be way would turn up way more. Uh, I understand yeah. its place. I'm assuming this is one of those keyword things where Yojimbo starts to matter. But right now, eh, not quite. But then good. you have you compare that to the Borderlands Defender, which was a three three cost three three. Mm-hmm. While this character is defending, opponent's card effect cannot bow or move it. Yeah. Right, so so you can't necessarily just blank your Jimbo. No, I'm not disagreeing oh, with no, you no, that no, totally, it's a corner yeah. case person, yeah. but but I'm saying that if you blank this, mm. y- y- the card changes completely. Oh, totally. So, right. and that's that's always the same. We're not we're not trying to come up with fixing it. Just saying oh, that okay, right okay. now it is. I mean, let, go back to Borderlands Defender. Three for three, three for three, three there, and a text box with a good ability versus two for four, three, and a rather hefty restriction. Right. A, t- a tough one to find a hook well, for. And, and my borderline meta call was Vengeful, Vengeful Berserker. Uh, three cost, uh, three military, dash for a political. Bushi, Berserker, reaction after another character you control leaves play during a conflict, double the ca- this character's military skill until the end of that conflict. So, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of sacking, but there's not enough sacking during... The, I, sacking during conflicts is not necessarily ideal. Mm-hmm. True. And so, so I I found it very tough in my experience to trigger the berserker's ability to go three to zero and three for a three dash character is pretty expensive. And another card waiting for a home. Yeah, if there's if there once once more, it has a home. The binder. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. Wow. Okay, fine. Okay, right. I'm being uh, I'm being a little too harsh, <laughs> but right. still, you know, yeah. Is are you telling me you have a you have a binder with simply the carpenter wall across the front of it, which is where they all live? <laughs> <laughs> you, but go he's home. he's a tool in the crab machine, right? But I just didn't get a chance to have him work. He yeah. never. Re- I don't know that he even fired once. And I've played dozens of games, with which it. is why he's maybe binder fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, maybe right now, maybe right now. It, well, there's, but see, the thing that we've seen with other LCGs is that there's lots of cards that, like corset cards, like in Netrunner, there were a lot. Of, there are several corset cards that were binder fodder for a while, and then oh yeah, totally. then you know, a, you know, Mumbad cycle or something comes out, and boom, it's a good card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there was definitely some long term intent. Yeah, so there, so you know, binder fodder is not a permanent designation. Yeah, totally so. My medical borderline card was Steadfast Witch Hunter. Oh, uh, yes. All right. Four cost, four two. You know, that's four cost for, for a four two. That's, that's, that's decent. Uh, Shigenj Earth. Action. Sacrifice a friendly, and that's in parentheses, friendly character. Choose a character. Ready that character. For as much as you're paying for that character, you're never going to sack it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could get that. I, I get there. I get yeah, there. And it's it's one of those things where um, that whole, that's a fairly long two-card process with four fate plus the fate for the other character, having a character worth readying, and then being boned by someone doing fire. Yeah, yeah and again, yeah. You, it's an eager recruit. It's somebody that's already a going away runner, somewhere. Maybe you ready this person. They don't have a glory, so it wouldn't get you the favor. Yeah. I, okay. I can't argue with that. It's I it's it's, 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 it's a, a hard. I, I figure it seems to me it's hard to slot in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's. I wouldn't say it's. Way, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give it my normal gentle, daint, uh, faint praise, which is it looking for a home. It's just right now, it's just not worth the cost. Right. For what it's achieving right. there, you know. So. Yeah. All right. So last but not least, conflict cards out of crab that are borderline or meta calls. Well, as I've already said, mine's Jade Tetsubo. Okay. All right. Mm. Yep. Um, yep. I think I'm gonna go a tad controversial here. Uh, rebuild. I uh, yeah, mine was mine was gonna be either rebuild or levy. Yeah, it's not that it's a bad card. Yeah, it's just that the time and effort in the deck space is very hard to yeah. to um, qualify. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and rebuild. For those who don't know, rebuild is a zero cost event. Shuffle a card into one action. Shuffle a card in one of your unbroken provinces back into your dynasty deck. Choose a holding in your dynasty discard pile and put that holding into play in that province. So, again... So get a holding. Get a holding. Pay for a holding. Have a holding go away. Have an unbroken province with a card you don't care about. Find this card, play it. Yeah. That's, That's a, a lot of stuff. a bit of a process. Now, you know, Borderlands fortifications can be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It can. But it has to go away first. Yeah. Or you have to you have to sack it. Which yes. would you know, if you have rebuild in your hand, you could sack sack it, get a character. You can sack it during the regroup phase, get a character, play the character out, and then put Borderlands fortifications back in. 
with a rebuild. Yeah, if if you get like a, a Casada out and you don't want to see him yet, mm-hmm. that could that could be that chain of events could work in your favor. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's true. But it's, a, it's, but a, it's still it's a chain of events. Yeah, right. that's the thing. Exactly. Chain being the word. It's I think it's meta call in terms of if you really are going that holding heavy or relying on that combo, great. Otherwise, you're almost never going to want to see it. Yeah, and I chose Levy for my conflict because i okay. just to choose an opponent that player must select one either give you a fate or give you an honor mm-hmm. i was just getting honor all the time i would say that's but there's the nothing wrong with that <laughs> you know, i would say in crab i think it is much more borderline it is that with reprieve is one of the cards that i most commonly saw and played myself out of crab okay but in right. crane if it is well it is a three influence card oh, I mean, levy is yeah. three influence if you're yeah. building crane with a crab ally you're putting three of levy in that deck yeah maybe yeah, Are you yeah, sure? Because yeah. you could put three. You could put three reprieve in there. You're not putting three levy in. Three levy has three. That's nine influence. How do you think you're going to get the honor? Sh- the honor win shot. Okay, so you that's, so that, you're that, gonna, so you're going to play keeper role. Is what you're doing. You're playing yes. keeper role to get the extra influence, right? Yeah, perfectly right. reasonable. Okay. Yeah, then, then, right. then, then you're two right. and two at the very least of really damn good cards. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you want, if you want to, eventually, when the going for the honor win is a more is a more of a thing. Then levy is going to be important for that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah could and be. it still, could it still be. allows you to go crazy card draw with Crane too. I played a couple of people doing a lot of um, multi honoring mass no fate characters, stacking up honor as much as they can, and then turning that into the four and five draw turns. Yeah, just to be like to guarantee they yeah. get their hits in, and that that sure as hell works. Yeah. All right, folks, those are our thoughts on the Phoenix and Crab Clans. Look for a new episode coming out tomorrow on the Unicorn and Dragon Clans, in which we'll discuss the great dragon, Togashi Yokuni, and those who ride horses and move in many, many places. We hope you've enjoyed these episodes. Again, we stress, this is based, the, the, the opinions that we were sharing here with you are, are twofold. One is to give you a little insight into what our thinking has been, to give you something to chew on, as especially those who are at home, as Gen Con is going on, we hope you've enjoyed these. And again, make your own meta and make your own meta calls. Yep. Thank you. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at Art of Warcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, Honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.